we are recording on monday may 8th 2023 at 404 p.m eastern time Mr. Robert Spencer has been here a couple times before of Jihad Watch, your website, your uh, your, your link to your Twitter, and your other work are in the description. Please go check them out. But uh, my buddy uh, Jay Miller is a longtime show, a longtime fan of my show, and he was like, "You need to talk to uh, to Mr. Spencer about cattle mutilation." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "I don't think you have the right guy." And then he like sent me the link, and I was like, "Well, sure, sure enough." We were talking about cattle mutilation. But real quick, Mr. Spencer, could you please uh, introduce yourself for everybody? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I am director of Jihad Watch, which tracks jihad activity. We've been doing that for 20 years now. And, of course, as time has gone by, it's become increasingly clear that the uh, while the jihad is real, uh, I don't uh, discount the role of the FBI and all that in fabricating some of the incidents in particular, but while the jihad is real, there are immediately more pressing threats from the left that are encroaching, that uh, are very severely encroaching upon our freedoms at this point. Mm. And so we also now have a, the what's called the left column where we uh, talk about the left at Jihad Watch, and I also write at PJ Media, and all this goes up on Twitter. We have a Facebook page if you can find it. But Mark Zuckerberg very much does not want you to do that. And so it's going to be very hard for you to find. Now, what what in God's name was this cattle mutilation? And why was it, I guess, unique? Or why did it stand out amongst, I guess, your, your quote-unquote normal cattle mutilations? Or it's cattle killed in often kind of an absurd way or something that seems medically impossible at the very least improbable and how does this tie into jihad watch well it, uh, there's no jihad okay. involved all right I'm not saying that this was some jihadis okay. doing this uh this is just something that i came across and i thought that it was interesting in light of all the very suspicious things that have been going on with the food supply mm -hmm. uh, all, lots of people like eating beef Mm. And there have been there were mysterious deaths of thousands of cattle in Kansas in June 2022. You may have seen the video, mm -hmm. video all over the place. Just it went on and on and on, and you, you wouldn't believe it. You know, just dead cows after dead cow. Nobody's explained that. People said, "Oh, it's because of the extreme heat," but it was not actually a particularly hot period, and so uh, that was extremely suspicious. Then uh, there were. More recent, there was more recently a. I'm looking for the reference, but oh, here it is. Yeah, fire broke out just recently in mid-April, in at a, at a farm in West Texas, and eighteen thousand cows, eighteen thousand, were killed. Uh, you got to think, you know. Okay, maybe. I mean, you know, fires, accidents, they've always happened, but you combine that with the fact that there are so many. Uh, train derailments, mysterious explosions at food plants. And then you look on the other side at the um, the uh, UN and the World Economic Forum and how they want people to start eating bugs. And they say this will help the climate, that we got to stop eating beef. Beef is bad for the climate. Even the cows passing gas is bad for the climate. Like there haven't been cows passing gas since there have been cows. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's so silly, but nonetheless, they actually put this stuff out there and expect people to believe it. 
that uh, we got to cut back on the beef. We got to cut back on the cows. We got to start eating crickets and worms and all that. And that will save us. That will save the environment. And I think that it's uh, it's part of the very evil plan of the globalist internationalists to reduce the human population because they are uh, convinced somehow that there will be some massive famine or food shortage that will uh, that will decimate the remaining human population and that the only way any human population is sustainable at all is if we cut it back. Uh, we saw this with the Georgia Guidestones that mm -hmm. were blown last year. 500 million people in the world. That's it. Well, you know, there are already, what, 7 billion people in the world? So they're talking about murdering six and a half billion people or making the conditions of life so difficult for them that they die off. And what better way than to take cattle, which is a basic human staple, at least in the Western world, and say, you can't have it and make the cows unavailable. But this was an even more bizarre story than all that. That was all just background, my friend. That was all just to set this up. This is a statement from the Madison County Sheriff's Office in Madison County, Texas, on April 19th, 2023. It's readily available on Facebook, and it's linked at my article about this, which is at PJ Media, and it's called, What is Going On with the Strange Deaths and Mutilations of These Cattle? And the Madison County Sheriff's Office says, that they are investigating the death and mutilation of cattle along Texas OSR, that's a highway. Ranchers advised a six-year-old longhorn cross cow had been found lying on her side, deceased and mutilated on their ranch. And then it gets weird. A straight, clean cut with apparent precision had been made to remove the hide around the cow's mouth on one side leaving the meat under the removed hide untouched. The tongue was also completely removed from the body with no blood spill. No, 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 what is that? With no blood spill and you're taking off half of the skin around uh, the mouth yeah. and the, uh, uh, and the, and the, um, tongue and there's no blood. Okay. It was noted that there were no signs of struggle and the grass around the cow was undisturbed. No footprints or tire tracks were noted in the area. Okay, so this is very strange. And you know, I am not a guy, you know, I remember when I was a kid and this is going way back before you were born. And so you might not have ever heard of this. I don't know. Chariots of the Gods. It was this book by Eric Van Daniken. When I was in high school, all these people I knew in high school were reading it. It was about uh, aliens. And the guy was arguing that a lot of the ancient artifacts of ancient civilizations showed that they had had contact with extraterrestrials. I never even read the book. I thought, well, that just seems nutty beyond belief. I don't care. There are lots of nutty things out there. I don't pay any attention. I've never been involved in... Uh, uh, UFO sightings, extraterrestrial speculations. Um, I don't care what's going on in Roswell, New Mexico, um, or or Area Fifty One. It's. It, I mean, I might care on some other level. Sure. There's 
things going on that the American people should know in Area 51. But uh, I've never gone for this, but this is very strange. And it comes from the sheriff's office. It's not some guy selling a book, saying crazy stuff. And so what on earth is going on? And it gets even weirder. Goes on to say, ranchers also reported that no predators or birds would scavenge the remains of the cow, leaving it to decay untouched for several weeks. Now, that's all. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was... Drive along the road and you see scavenger birds feasting on the carcasses of dead animals, but they would not touch this cow. Okay. I was trying to take a shot at it, but that last thing kind of throws me. So no footprints, no nothing. Okay. You know, dart, high-powered dart, Valium straight to the neck, or something immediate like uh, car fentanyl, which they use for elephants. Okay. Um, I saw the picture removing the skin without touching the meat. I mean, you you could. You know, that would I imagine. Now, I don't know about how possible it is in that area, but it just phys- physically... You could probably use something to, to do that, to go in real precise and leave the tissue under undamaged. Yeah. The tongue. Sure. Butcher or surgeon. Sure. Or yeah. Think about somebody uh, making like a mink coat. They're not they're not doing that in a sloppy manner. All right. Tongue. Maybe a super hot laser instant cauterization. And that's just this is just me. If I had to think of an explanation. The, that's fine. But why? What oh, no, no, want? no. Oh, the why makes zero sense. No, no, no. Yeah. Right now, I'm just trying to walk it out in my mind. It's like, is it possible for humans to do this? Just period. Yes. Why? Oh, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> but physically, it's not magic. I don't get the scavenger things. And then, of course, why magic. do it? I'm just saying it's here, and I can't. I don't. I have no <laughs> idea what these people are up to. Uh, do you think it is tied I, into food chain globalists? Bandanakin and all that before. I don't mean to give the impression that I think this was space alien. No. I'm just not into this stuff. And yet this, it's 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 very hard to explain. It's impossible to explain. I have no idea what this could be all about. Because it gets, there's more, all okay. right? Oh, God. In the first place, that was one cow. So one cow, okay, who knows what's going on, but one cow. But then, while looking into the Longhorn Cross's death, five other similar occurrences involving four adult cows and one yearling were reported along the area of OSR, running into Brazos County, as well as Robertson County. Each incident occurred in different locations, pastures, and herds. The other cows were found in the same condition, lying on one side with the exposed side of their face cut along the jawline and the tongue, once again, completely removed. And then there was one other thing. On two of the five cows, a circular cut was made, removing the anus and the external genitalia. The circular cut was made with the same precision as the cuts noted along around the jaw lines of each cow. And just like the first, there was no there were no signs of struggle or disturbance in the grass, no blood spill, and no noticeable tracks, and no predators or birds would scavenge the remains. Yeah, I have no idea, man. <laughs> I don't yeah. Okay. Now and not they add multiple similar incidents have been reported across the United States, and we are actively coordinating with other agencies to find answers. So the answer is either like 
a, a matter of national security because it's aliens, or this is some yet another prong and a multi-pronged approach to destroy the food chain and the reason being for easy top-down control and removal of uh, 7.5 billion of the 8 billion people. Is this just, are they doing some field tests on some new, maybe it's done at a distance, maybe it's some directed energy weapon, maybe it's some laser shit, maybe it's nanobots, maybe it's done by drone, no footsteps. Yeah, drone, that's not a bad idea, really. I hadn't thought of that. It could. But I, I did mention in the article these other deaths that I've already actually mentioned on the show here, the 18,000 cattle that were killed in the fire and the other things, because I do wonder, is this some, maybe some sort of uh, new procedure that was being tested for mass death of the cattle by some radical environmentalists or something? I don't know. Just saying. I'm trying to find a motive here. I can't find any motive other than of who wants to kill cows other than those guys. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's either they want to uh, disrupt the food supply because it is kind of the the globalist UN World Economic Forum, whatever you want to call it, that whole group of psychos. Um, Or this is kind of more traditional nation-state versus nation-state warfare and this is modern warfare where we don't bomb each other anymore it's all about sabotage because whether it's the world economic forum taking down the united states or whether it's us versus china this it seems like this kind of is the modern phase of warfare right misinformation disinformation food supply infrastructure yeah like all the attacks there have been on the power grid and on electrical uh what do you call them those boxes where the transformers yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of them have been, uh, this is, this kind of thing is not reported, but I come across it various uh, times from time to time over the years in the course of my work tracking the jihadis. Once again, I'm not saying this is jihadis, but you find transformers shot up, somebody used it for target practice, somebody's trying to take it out, uh, the, the, the whatever it's supported on being cut down. And there are attacks all over the place like this, and people send them to me, which is why I hear about them and say, is this Islamic jihadis? I don't know, but it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't have to be in the slightest degree, because here again, there are plenty of foreign actors, as well as environmentalist crazies who don't want us to have a power grid. Hmm. So they might well be the ones who are attacking these things. The problem with this cattle mutilation thing is it's very, very high tech. It's not just like, it's not just weird. It's very high tech. And that, so this isn't some crazy, you know, this isn't some crazy like Greenpeace environmentalist, I don't know, boot wearing dyke who's just like doing this. And I'm sure that offended most people. Fuck off, I don't care. But like, <laughs> this is high tech, right? This isn't, this isn't your ragtag group of like, we're going in we're going and spray painting the train bridge. It's like this is this is some like high tech. This is DARPA Delta Force, like but then why? Right? Yeah. And it's, I don't know. Maybe it has nothing to do with trying to destroy the food supply, but maybe it does. Maybe they're just toying with a Yeah, I've seen those videos of all the cattle dead and they it is those videos are creepy because they're uniform. It means that they all died at the same time. 
And even if it was heat, and it wasn't, but even if it was, it wasn't a particularly hot day for that region. And I think historically, even in the last several years, they said there have been days far hard, far harder than that. Okay. But when they're all dead at the same time, or there was another one, I think, where it's like a bunch of pigs. Died. Maybe it was cows. And they're like, it was a lightning strike. And people are like, this isn't, lightning doesn't do that. So there is some form of, it's an odd, it's a technologically advanced method of killing. And it's occurring on cattle. I mean, yes. maybe it's Unless not it's some uh, bizarre ritual. Yeah, and I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm like not opposed to that idea. A, a year ago, I would have been like, "Shut up!" And now I'm like, these people are so weird. They're not just yeah. demons from hell. They're also a cult. Yes, and, and they give it value. They project value onto their cult. Just before we uh, started this, I was working on an article. It ain't finished yet. It ain't up yet, but it'll be up later on today. Uh, about this church in New York City that had a exhibit, God is trans, and they, you know, they make gods in their own image, in a in a very obvious and ham-handed way, and that's just to say that the left is very much religious. You know, they reject traditional religion. But they have a religion. It's their own. It's the worship of themselves, the worship of the rejection, really, of traditional values and traditional religion. And so I don't know if this these things could be part of some strange ritual involved with all that. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's there's this idea of like it's being edgy. It's being and OK, I get that when you're like 18. I get that when you're trying to get a, you know, you, you're wearing a leather jacket because you're not supposed to. But when, like, the richest and most powerful people in the world wear cloaks and worship a 30-foot owl in the woods, then these are people who, like, their time is valuable, you know? You get five minutes to pitch them a business merger, and then you're out, you know? The, in between private flights and meeting with heads of states and sorry all right mr kerrigan pitch your ipo hey mr musk i got this idea for a new and it's make or break you're dead right there right shark tank is a peek into their daily lives where their schedules are down to the minute they don't just for shits and gigs <laughs> go, yeah. go do some blow and hey, let's go let's go worship an owl in the woods right right there's <laughs> that's man and they don't. They also don't get together like this because that's a target of opportunity. There's security. Someone's financing this. And even if it's an initiation, because maybe there could be some value to it, and you're initiating new people into your group. Okay, you're growing the network. I get that. But it seems to be they're placing something on that. There is some value. And these are not people. They're evil, but they're not stupid. That's for sure. So what the fuck is it? I mean, yeah. is this evidence? Is there a demonic force? I don't know. I think there's evidence that there's a demonic force every day in the news. Well, yeah. Uh, it's a funny thing because, you know, the last show, who was the guy? Dr. Patrick, Dr. Patrick Moore. Dr. Patrick Moore, and he got annoyed with me because I started, I mentioned Christianity and uh, he doesn't buy it. And I understand that. Sure. I think that one of the things, and I don't mean to get into it again here. And no, I don't care, I, man. Go for it. He's not here now. But uh, 
you know, I'm not some evangelist anyway. It just seems like every all the time, even if I'm not thinking about it, it just keeps coming back. Yeah. I mean that the religions of the world all make various statements that are not subject to empirical verification. Mm-hmm. That makes people think, like Dr. Moore, that they're bunk mm-hmm. and reasonable position. But then there are other reasonable people who are believers. Now, the point I'm leading up to here is that the only, uh, or one of the few, I should say, because there are probably some others I'm not thinking of right now, right now, but the only, one of the only religious ideas that I think is subject to empirical verification is the idea of the ancestral sin or, or original sin, as they call it in Western Christianity, in Eastern Christianity, the ancestral sin. The idea that uh, there is something wrong with the world, hmm. that people, every last human being, has some defect. Hmm. Never find a perfect human being on this earth, and that everybody is not exactly what they ought to be, and that the world is not exactly what it should be. It seems to me, I see confirmation of this all the time. Every day I see evil deeds being done. And so... It makes me wonder that a lot of people think that the world is perfectible and people are perfectible and a lot of murders have been uh, undertaken in service of that idea. And if you, on the other hand, accept that people are not perfectible and that they will always have flaws, every last individual, then the world starts to make a whole lot more sense. And so... Is there a demonic force? I think, well, nothing's more obvious than that. Yeah. Well, the, what, the, what it's doing, how powerful it is, what other forces there are, these things are actually murkier. But the, the, is there evil in the world? Oh, yeah, plenty. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you in that, with that entirely. And, you know, I'd, I think, yeah, Dr. Moore was, was pretty open about his atheism, which is, again, which is fine. He's a cool guy. Um, but even then, like the very thing we were talking about there, like the the repulsion to combustion itself, it really is. I mean, it started to get to a point where it seems like we can quantify evil, and it seems to be something that is like the opposite of like thermodynamics and evolution of this like natural state of things. It seems to be a conscious force pushing in a direction that makes no sense. It just for no other purpose than to be an inversion, disillusion, rejection, yeah, despair, hatred, yeah, all these things, yeah, and yeah, you you actually pinpointed it there. I was alighting the two, and so you asked if there was a demonic force or said that there. It looks like there could be, and I say, well, sure, because there's evil, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's some conscious demonic force that's actively doing evil. On the other hand, I think. Well, there's a level of sophistication to it that uh, makes me think that's pretty likely. No, I, I'm I've like fully warmed up to that that that's ha- and it's also like I always I always try to find precedents of things that have already existed and are currently existing, and it helps flesh out ideas. And I mean, I always point to the I mean, even now, but I even point to the Cold War of like two superior powers, the United States and the Soviet Union manipulating second world powers 
to go fuck around in third world countries. It is a top-down control mechanism of puppets inside of puppets using technology that, to each tier below, seems godlike. You just have to walk that out one more step and go, you know, what, what? And it might not even be a, a demon in the idea of, like, it's something beyond, like, this reality. It could just be an evil, advanced civilization for has its own perverted means. Or it could be something as, as existential like God and the devil. But I don't think that's an, a weird idea at all. Hang on. I'm looking for something that I want to read you. All right. I've got to find it here. Uh, but what like, is it? What? It's, let's find it first. And okay. <laughs> but I mean... Um, even like, was it last year that the UN put that weird like statue outside of its building in New York? And it was like, it was some like Old Testament Armageddon figure. It was like a weird like lynx slash bear with like a scorpion tail or something. And it was something out of, I think, the Torah. And it was just wow. like, it was just out there. And people are like, oh, look at this art piece. And other people were like, that's an art piece outside of the UN in New York City, just <laughs> symbolic of the apocalypse. And everyone's yeah. like, yeah, they're pretty artsy. And it's like, hey, man, <laughs> <laughs> they're putting it right in our face. Like, it's yeah. here's, the, here's the harbinger of hell. And we're all like, they, they are some really, those are some artsy figures. Okay. Now, I don't want me to be reductionist here, but uh, what if you had a fantastically rich individual who started manipulating events and he had virtually unlimited resources with which to do so. Okay. Then he could set himself up as a kind of God and he would be in a certain sense, a kind of God because he'd be essentially unstoppable and unaccountable. Anyway, I'm just talking about our friend George Soros. And I know <laughs> It's picked on a lot, but I keep coming back to this interview he had in the Independent, the UK paper, in 1993, and it just—I I think about this a lot. It's incredible to me. He says this. You ready? It is a sort of disease when you consider yourself some kind of god, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable about it now since I began to live it out. I had never heard that before. That's that's a that's a nugget that I gotta. I and gotta... here, not uh, this is not some crazy paper. This is the Independent, which is actually a leftist paper. Um, not to say that the left isn't crazy, sure. but what I mean, is the Independent is 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 so-called mainstream journalism. They're not trying to make George Soros look bad. Uh, quite the contrary, as a matter of fact. And, then, and so what if you had a, a, a guy, I mean, you know, I tried to find out how he makes his money. I couldn't. And it seems to me that, you know, you get up into the higher reaches of high finance and it becomes very cloudy. And it seems like these guys are just fat, unfathomably rich and it just keeps coming and they never have to worry about any kind of downturn. It just, they have somehow tapped into the global economic lifeline in a way that they are always going to be at the top. Yeah. 
and I don't know, but in any case, and then you find that this guy is financing all these globalist, socialist, internationalist causes all around the world, and he never seems to run out of money, and, well, I don't know, and he thinks he's God, and he says, I, I, I used to bother me that I thought I was God until I started living it out. Yeah, man, that's an admission. That is, that's the evil, that's the villain at the end of the movie. And you're hogtied, and he's got the gun to the girl's head, and he's telling you his plan. That's the. They always say, now I'm going to leave for a half hour, and when I come back, you will be dead. Yeah. And then time to extricate yourself from the scheme before the pendulum slices you in half or whatever. That's why I love Watchmen. Do you ever read Watchmen or see Watchmen? It's a. Not. Anyway, not, it, it's the whole thing. I don't know anything about any of that. Okay, well, th- there's there's a really there's like a he's like the smartest guy in the world. And he's like a billionaire. And he has his own like lair on the North Pole or something, and he he basically engineers a nuclear war or a couple nuclear strikes to stop nuclear war to scare the shit out of everybody. And he's in you know his former teammates of whatever like Justice League thing he's in. It's pretty gay, and they're all there. They're like, we're gonna stop you now. And you know he's got him like tied up or something. He's going, oh, you're not gonna stop me. It's and then finally he. He, uh, one of the good guys goes, well, when are you going to do this? And he looks at him and he goes, I'm not a comic book villain. I did it 15 minutes ago. And he turns on the news and New York's incinerated. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he did the thing. Um, But, yeah, once you get up into that very high realm of, of finance, it does sort of turn into this weird magic where mm-hmm. you're like, what is going on? And there's a quadrillion dollars of derivatives. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's, yeah. it's, it's, well, we're, we're, we're pitting this currency against that one. And due to the temporal relationship of this stock going down, I now get a billion. Uh, and it, it is, it does kind of seem like dark magic, but at the risk of explaining things that are too complex for me to understand as magic and making myself look like an idiot instead of admitting that I just don't understand it or that I haven't read about it. But you almost wonder if it's that. Is it like a sickening power trip of... Yeah, I wonder. You have all the money in the world. Why not eventually start shaping the world? Yeah, yeah, and that's what he's clearly doing. Even if he doesn't have all the money in the world, even if there is some limitation on his power, he's clearly reshaping the world in his own image and doing very well at it, really. What gets me, though, is... Even these guys with world-class healthcare and everything, and this not, might not be true in 100 years. In 100 years, they might actually have almost like immortal youth through stem cells and nanobots. But someone like George Soros, he knows he's coming up on the end. Like, why, why is he still going so hard? What, you know? Well, obviously he believes in what he's doing, right? Yeah. But for people so selfish, it always seems odd to me that they're doing this thing and setting it up so that something may occur long after they're dead. And his son is Alexander, has free entree to the White House, has been to see Biden numerous times. Yeah, it's... Do you think that's what it is, is they want to become so advanced that they get to play God? And... Well, yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, I mean... And the... Uh, they're authoritarians 
because that's their vision of being God, that they are in total control. And so they want to destroy the nation state, destroy boundaries like our southern ex-southern border and just and destroy nationality. And that's why there's the mass migration and uh, exercise control in the sense that they are the only force to which anybody owes any loyalty. So they are God. And I think they want to, right now, it's always pretty much assumed that the government or the military has like 20 or 30 year advancements on technology. I think they want that even farther so as to become gods. I don't think they're happy with 30 year difference. I think they want a 300 year difference. So it's, yeah, have a global dictatorship and rule from the center and they have Wi-Fi when you and I are wearing powdered wigs with muskets. Well, have you seen Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, who's another one of these guys, who said, I, I saw a clip of him speaking uh, some few years ago and saying, imagine if you were a speaker speaking before an audience and you could look out and see how everybody was reacting to your talk because you all have the same implant and so you can read their thoughts and they can read yours. Yeah, I'm not. And then Yuval Noah Harari, his weird little lapdog. Yeah. His book, uh, Sapiens, I read that. And the ending of it gets real weird real quick. The entire book is just, just kind of a recap of, of Earth, of humanity. It's a lot like Bill Bryson's book, um, a brief history of nearly everything where it's just truly like there was a bang and then there was four forces and all the way up through the steam engine and satellites till now. And it's like, all right, it's a cool read. But then he ends with like, what does the future hold? And it doesn't go on a linear. We're going to go out to the stars and it gets very like, there will be no individual consciousness as we all merge together. And then we will wonder what is the, even the difference between you and I, and is there right and wrong? And we will cross over into an event horizon of, of like, collectiveness and it's it's, mm -hmm. it's just kind of shoehorned in the last chapter and you're like what was it yeah collectiveness well you know we've seen collectivity before we've seen collectivist societies yeah Communism. kill everyone <laughs> kill everyone kill everyone that gets out of line absolutely and everybody else is either programmed and brainwashed or too terrified to do anything but conform it almost seems to be the antithesis of God is, is what they really want. Yeah. And see, this is here again. <laughs> it comes you, back to it. See, I've, I've, I've been a Christian for many, many years now. I'm 61 years old. And so I have had lots of bad experiences with the church. Sure. I don't get into my life story and all this and bore everybody with whining. But my point is, if I had been able to, I would have happily walked away years ago. Yeah. Except that it keeps on making sense of the world in ways that other things do not. Yeah. And so with it. And one of the ways that it makes sense of the world is that it seems to me that when you read the apocalyptic literature like Revelation and other passages, that it does envision. Well, even in Isaiah, right? Isn't it in Isaiah? where you have uh, Lucifer saying, I will become like God. 
and Adam be and, and Eve being told, you will be like God if you eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And so it's 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 represented as this human impulse, not that Lucifer was a human being, but he's the one telling putting this in people's heads, supposedly. But in, human beings are given this temptation. You can be like God. And it's a temptation because if you think that it's going to make you magnificent and it makes everything go wrong instead. And if you accept that you are not God and accept the, 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 the real God, then you can live an actual happy and fulfilled life. It, it seems to me this is exactly the challenge that the present age is coming down to. That there are a lot of people saying we can be like God, knowing good and evil. And it's just the same lie as it was in Genesis. Yeah. And it's got a new spin on it. And instead of bronze swords and shit, it, there's iPhones and drones. But it's the same. It's the same shitty sequel like Hollywood. It's just the same. They're remaking it with 8K. And it's. I think they're yeah. remaking the Lord of the Rings. And it's like, why? They're fine. I just watched it. I just watched one of them last month. They're still great. But now it's 12K and IMAX and Frodo's trans. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I don't. It's not yeah. new. Trans is the thing there. Yeah. What? And then. Fredo's Godfather. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then what? what is what is the obsession with with trans? And I'm I'm. I'm all for as much as I think it's weird and it repulses me. I genuinely am for adults should be able to do whatever they want. I I really do believe that. And but what is what is the the obsession with trans from the power elite? It's the same thing, my friend. Perversion. Adults want can do everything they want. Sure, Go but I have to buy it. You have to buy it. That's the where. Well, that's it gets the horseshit. To- yeah where I have to pretend, you know, that, that Caitlyn Jenner, I don't, I don't mind calling him Caitlyn. If he wants to call himself Caitlyn, if he wants to call himself Mary Lou or Muhammad or Freddie, I don't care. Yeah. Ian, uh, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. But when he wants me to call him her and she, no, it's not, it's not real. And I'm not going to acquiesce to his delusions. Now that's what the, powers the leftist powers that control everything or almost everything they want us to acquiesce we have to submit and it reminds me of 1984 george orwell which predicted so much of this where and it's funny because this is a passage i may have mentioned this in earlier shows because i keep coming back to it so pardon me if i repeat myself but this is a passage when i first read 1984 it was 1979 and (laughs) And I I thought this is a wild story, you know, but I never thought any of it. I was going to be living through it. And one of the most outlandish aspects of the book, as far as I was concerned, was where O'Brien, the torturer, the, the party man, is talking to Winston, the dissident, when Winston's in prison. And he says, if the party says two plus two is five, how much is two plus two? And Winston says four. And O'Brien turns his dial to torture. You know, he's got this torture machine and Winston's in this terrible pain from the machine. And he turns it back down and says, okay, what's two plus two? Four turns it back up again. And finally he breaks him and makes him say, look, if the party says it, it is, that's it. You have to deny reality if the party tells you to deny reality. And so this is where we are now. 
men are men are becoming women and we have to deny reality and accept it yeah and so it's all about control totalitarian control but also it goes back to the spiritual and here again this is why i'm still a reluctant christian and i'm sounding <laughs> like a this afternoon because uh what's the first thing that we're told about human beings in genesis God's creating everything, and, you know, everybody argues about this passage about creationism or evolution, and I've never been interested in that either, because I think that's not what the point of it is. The point of it is not to give a scientific manual. The point of it is to impart wisdom, and one of the things that it says is, very first off, is what? Male and female, he created them. So the first thing that God does when he creates human beings is create the male and female. And so that is the core of our identity. And you think about it, it is really the core of our identity because I'm always going to be a male and you are too. You might marry somebody who is black or Asian or whatever, and your children will be of a different race and their children will be of a different race. You, you can change race. I mean, I can't and you can't, but I mean... Mm -hmm generations you can and you can change your hair color or change everything else about you but you can't change who you are as a male or female and so that now is what's under attack and the claim is well yes you can and if we just uh, uh mutilate you and hollow you out and give you a, a gaping wound then you'll be a woman well that's not what a woman is no and it strikes at the heart of the core identity as created. And so the people who are the rebels against God, who want to set themselves up as God, they want to strike that out. Yeah. Because that's what we, that's what we were made as. On a spiritual level, it's going to prison and killing the biggest guy on the first day. Right? Yeah. If you're going to come in as God, you're going first things first. That's not a man and that ain't a woman. Yeah. yeah. Under, you're under new management and then on less of a spiritual level and more of a a precedent level this is the first step of denying reality that's a man that's a woman vice versa finally you go you look at the 400 pound dude in a thong with a dick and you go that's a beautiful woman okay <laughs> right yes. it doesn't stop there and then it's going to turn into, well, love is love and age is a construct. And finally, it will go all the way down to, you know, 9-11 never happened. We've always been at war with Russia. Ukraine's well, always been at 1984. Exactly. Yeah. It will go to that. Inflation's what we say it is. You have to not trust yourself and your own perceptions more than you trust what they tell you. You have to trust what they tell you above all things. The and that makes you go the party's final and most important order, right? Deny your eyes and ears. And That's that, because once you do that, you can just reshape everything. Yep. You just say what it is. You no longer have to actually do anything. You just go. Shape everything. See, the, the reminders keep popping out all over the place. Like I've seen pictures of Rachel Levine, you know, Admiral oh, Rachel. God. Uh, and, uh, uh, oh, I almost called her she, sorry. Rachel Levine, he was standing next to Sam Britton. Do you remember Sam? That Sam was freakish the, eunuch. Yeah, he was the... The, the nuclear waste baggage guy. Gender fluid luggage thief 
who was the nuclear waste disposal chief. And he's standing there in a skirt. And there was a third one too, I think, but I forget who. But then they were they were they were standing with a few real women. And so somebody pointed out that in the picture, oh, and there were some men in the picture too, who didn't deny that they were men. That all the men were standing in a certain way, and all the women were standing in a certain way, because it has to do with the structure of the leg and the thigh and, and the hips. And, and, yeah. and so uh <laughs> Levine and Britain were standing like men, but pretending to be women. And I was actually um, walking behind one time a uh, a woman who had who was claiming to be a man. And I know her slightly, and we were walking in the same direction. And I happened to notice that her arms were female. That you know that a female's arm is slightly different shape from a male's arm, that it's crooked out at the elbow because it makes it easier to hold a baby on a hip that they don't have either, that I mean that men don't have either. And so I was thinking, you know, you 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 got all kinds of surgery, you think you're a man, but you still got girl arms. Yeah. If you're and even if you pump iron all the time and bulk up there's still going to be female arms and it is the obsession with it is what gets me is it's one thing if they're like you should be able to do this and you're trying to win votes oh yeah i get that politics is dirty but it's the yep. obsession it is the obsession of of like we will fly these flags and like you will submit bigot and you will sub yeah man. that's what it is is it's submission you will submit that we both know this is horseshit. We yep. both know two plus two is equal to four, but I've got the dial submit. So fucking merit. Right. And it is, it's, it's that. And then it's the whole spiritual aspect of just the perversion of reality inside out. And then also, you know, back to our talk with Dr. Moore is it's also just the antithesis of all things human of quite literal growth and development and go forth and, you know, uh, 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 be uh, multiply and be fruitful and go yeah. off. Yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing that is told to human beings. First off, it's one of the first instructions, right? And maybe the first. And that's also a thing they hate. Yeah. And we've been told. I was. I. I remember being told at incredibly early ages in public school, elementary school, you know, the, the population explosion, there's too many people in the world. We have to cut back and not have so many children. And otherwise the world will be overcrowded and people will starve. And by 1980, 5 million people will be dead or whatever, you know? And of course it didn't happen because it wasn't true. But most people I think out here, they still believe it. Uh, I remember talking to a guy who has a large family and he said that uh they have seven kids and after i think like number three was born every time they had another child people would say to them you know how this is done right you know how this works when are you going to stop can't you leave your poor wife alone stuff like that and uh it's you know the, the people I mean, in the western world people have internalized the idea that you shouldn't have very many children because the population is growing expanding actually the western countries the population is not 
exploding and is going to be imploding pretty soon. And the world has always, that's always been a selection pressure with more mouths to feed. We've always found a way to do it. We've always Apollo 13 to this shit, right? When it's, it drives us to be better, to push things forward, to push crops forward and, and GMOs and better fertilizers and if, for all the drawbacks those have, but preservatives and hormones. And it has made us get even better at producing food yeah. and get even better at public health and highways and ventilation systems. We've gotten better. It's forced us to become better. And then you could argue, yeah, and next thing you know, if we need to go to another planet, hey, well, we've already kind of mastered crops and how to do this stuff, things that we never would have been able to do. And then not only that, each mind is a node. It is a very intelligent node. And any one of them can be a Newton or a Tesla. And when you have more and more of these biological computers walking around, you are increasing the rate of eureka moments and you're increasing the rate of 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 development and 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 radically altering our world and being able to provide more food to have more babies to have more and more brains and it's a self-feedback system of procreate go forth and be plentiful multiply on and on and on well, what are we going to do after the earth i don't know look up in quite literally any direction for infinity and we can go there next and it's the idea that we have to stop to me is it, it's cowardice and it's also is it's it's there's no confidence in it. Like what happened to humanity just being like, oh, we've 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 maxed out the island of Manhattan. Fuck it. Just start building up, building up. Yeah, I don't know. Just build up. Like, what? Right. And now you have Manhattan. Like, why can't that be the thing? Where's that confidence to keep, to go? Go look at go look at the. The, the illustrations from the 50s and 60s, like popular mechanics, God, they, they just look to the stars. They're like, by next year, we're going to have hydrogen-powered ships a thousand times the size of Titanic going to Mars. And everyone's like, fuck yeah. And the president was like, fuck yeah. And now we're like, so we're going to get rid of the nuclear power plants. Instead, we're going to have big dandelions called windmills that are going to produce half a light bulb a year. And everyone's like, this is so studying and brave. What happened to humanity just holding a middle finger up to the seasons and being like, fuck it, we'll just we'll build underground. What the fuck do I care? Nuclear war, we'll make NORAD. Like, we'll just go live under a mountain. What I remember when I was a kid in you know late 60s, early 70s, we all thought, and I mean, not not just me and my friends, all, all the little kids thought by 2000 when we're in our late 30s, we're going to be driving around in star cruisers, yeah. you know, uh, uh, getting in cars that, 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 that fly through the air, you know, little like little personal airplanes or something like that. And it was not, it didn't seem crazy. People took for granted that there was going to be a rapid expansion of technology just as there had been in the previous decades. And then it all stopped. And then I often think that it hasn't stopped. A lot of it went, metaphorically underground and advanced programs they haven't slowed down at all well, i hope not yeah but they're looking at us peons and they're like these pigs they, they don't get the good stuff and oh, yeah. well now if, it, if it's in the hands of people like that then maybe it's good it slows down yeah they maybe. want to not for us not for them yes. yeah but it's it is just the most timid like Again, the word that keeps coming to mind is cowardice. 
of like looking forward and being like, yeah, we're going to go to the moon. Like making that statement 60 years after the right flyer is an absurd statement, but we did it. And now it's, it's now our goals. It is our stated goals to be like, if we're lucky in 30 years, there will be no cars. Everyone's clapping like retarded seals. Like, this is great. And it's like, what happened to like, we're all going to be flying around in Jetsons shit. Yes, exactly. And it, these people, they want to destroy human civilization because they hate human beings. They hate civilization. They want destruction. Now, what kind of force wants destruction? Yeah. Back to the back to the source code of the demon. And when they kill seven and a half billion people, if they get away with it, they will then keep breaking that down. Five hundred million will be too much. And they will finally have achieved their goal when the very last person alive blows their head off because it is clean and sustainable. And only we, then will we realize it was demonic. Well, I hope we'll, uh, you know, before then, I don't expect to live to see it, but I hope to see a general repudiation that people will finally, I thought there was going to be a repudiation of Marxism after the Soviet Union fell, but this is bigger than even Marxism. Marxism is just part of it, but... Yeah. There needs to be an overall repudiation of the whole train of thought of the last hundred years, practically, in terms of progressivism, the idea that uh, that humans are moving towards some predetermined goal, that uh, this involves the destruction of massive numbers of people in order to fit these predetermined ideas. All the all that has to be explicitly exposed and repudiated. And of course, we ain't even close to that. Yeah. I don't I think I think we will. I think enough people I think right now they've hidden it so well for so long, which you have to do because ultimately it's about a demonic pedophile kind of, you know, psychopathic demonic force. You have to hide it in the shadows. As it steps out more and more, I think the repulsion to it is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And I think if we looked closely, and I don't know if this is true, but I, as a hypothesis, we could probably find other times in human history where this has started to arise or the demonic force has started to arise and we've made it through before. I don't think we've ever quite seen a global attempt at it before like we're seeing now. But well, I, th I think the rise of totalitarianism and Soviet Union, Nazi Germany, China, Kampuchea, all these things, that was very much the rise of uh, the same kind of evil force we're talking about. But yes, this time it's for the whole marble. Yeah. Yeah, they're going for it. They're, they're, they're going for the, the big one. And I don't think they'll get it. I think it's too, I think it's too alien. I think it's too evil. And I think they're going to start having to show themselves more and more and more. And even the most progressive people are going to start to reach a point where they're like, the year's going to be 2040 and it's not going to be like trans people are people. It's going to be like men with horns putting babies in wood chippers are also people. People are going to be like, dude, I don't fucking know if I can do that one, man. I don't, I can't alter my rainbow flag again to a silhouette of a guy putting a baby in a wood chipper. Like this is where I draw the line. There are already leftists who are, who've woken up, you know, Glenn Greenwald and 
What's that guy? Russell Brand. That's him. That's just the one I was thinking of. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway. I <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, if they've come around, then that's all to the good. Yeah, I think maybe to, and to wrap it up in a in a bow, I think the cattle mutilation is maybe a microcosm of it. It's something that you look at and you go, I can't quite explain it, but something deep inside of me says this is wrong. I don't know who's doing it or why they're doing it. Are they testing a weapon system? Something deep in your reptilian uh, basal brain is going, this isn't. This is some like Old Testament demon shit. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think more and more we're going to start to have that reaction to society at large. It's going to look like a cow with its gums exposed. People are going to be going, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Someone's going to be like, "Well, how do you explain it?" You're going, "I can't explain it," but my gut says this is fucked. <laughs> like, and. uh I only realized at the end of episodes just how bad my language is and how I've yet to evolve to remove the F-bombs. I don't think anybody cares about that anymore, my friend. Okay. Yeah, I guess I guess the the hot topic is putting on a thong and dancing in front of four-year-olds, so maybe... That, that I would I would object to personally. Yeah. Maybe, my, maybe my barriers are, are prude by today's standards. I say the F-bomb, and it's like, you're a bigot, you still have a dick. And I'm like, oh, okay, now we're good. We're good. We're good. I'll get out the machete and I'll win over the progressives sooner or later. I love uh, that. Yeah. Well, yet another unholy episode with Mr. Spencer, and I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> I look forward to chatting with you again sometime, man. I love talking yeah. to you. It's fun shooting this shit. And it does always come back to it. God is real and the devil's real, and we're watching it. That's that's too long, didn't read. That's the episode. That's it, man. All right, Thanks. dude. Well, hey, man. We'll be in touch. We'll do another episode. Till next time, man. Thank you so much for your time. Guys, please go into the description. description. Go buy his shit. Go follow him on Twitter. Go to his website. Do all that good stuff. Don't make me look like an idiot. All right. Thanks so much. Recording Take care, everybody. Stopped. Thank you for watching. Peace.